Blog Talk Radio. Lardy Miss Clardy. Lardy Miss Clardy. Lardy Miss Clardy. Oh, we are back. Hey, hey, we are back. Hello, everybody. You know who this is talking. Welcome to the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show for Saturday, January the 23rd, 2010. I am your host, Lardy Miss Clardy, and your co-host is yours truly, Brother Blondie. Coming at you live from Columbus, Ohio with fresh news every Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. This This is for real news for real people with real issues that need real solutions. You got something to say? Say it. Stand up, speak up, and speak out about it. We have a good show for you this evening. We will talk about errors on citizens' credit reports after Chapter 7 bankruptcy, or bankruptcy in that matter of fact, with the discharge hanging on the end of it, um, which will cause people to feel like they still do and owe these particular uh, items. Okay, conduct, and do you need a lawyer for less than your car insurance? You think you could you could use the lawyer for for less than car insurance? Uh, absolutely, <laughs> especially the hollering out. All right. Now I know that I sit on the on the profile. Uh, you know, about the chat room. But for some odd reason, I don't know much about the chat room still. It's still making it look like I'm still asleep on the darn thing. So, you know, we'll go on with what today's show is going to be about. But once I get to put a handle on that, too, uh, I will let you know when that is available also, okay? So the topics for discussion tonight are bankruptcy and discharge with credit errors on your credit report, still doing owing, Judicial misconduct, and do you need a lawyer for less than insurance on your car? We will be right back.
Welcome back to the Lardy Miss Lardy Blog Talk Radio Show with the Dove Cry. I heard that because we do a lot of crying. Some of us sound like Dove, too. He's probably right about that one, you know. But we are back, and we have sitting before us Brother Blondie, yours truly, the co-host, that's going to kick off the evening with some updates and some things that's going on around here in Columbus, Ohio, and afar. So, Brother Blondie, before we even get started, tell us who that was, talking about when the doves cry, and kick it off with your information. Well, that was no other than Prince and the Revolution. And in honor of my cousin Samuel Lee Wilson, we will dedicate all, most of the songs on our music break from his entire Purple Rain soundtrack. Oh, we got the classic rolling the night, I suppose. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Uh, I'm, and and certainly, Lardy, Miss Clardy, you you remember that movie back more than 25 years ago mm-hmm. uh, when he when that movie first came out. I used to have his hairstyle at one time in my teenage years, ladies. Uh, <laughs> ladies you, you may you, you may see it on my Facebook one day. Uh oh, hey, listen to that. All but right. the tragic news and this affects every single African American woman in the United States. 
The Lordy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show mourns the loss of a legendary woman who's opened the doors for a lot of black women. Eunice Johnson, mm. the widow of the late John H. Johnson, who is the founder and editor-in-chief of Ebony and Jet Magazine. And she is the creator and founder of the Ebony Fashion Fair, died this past week. Yeah. She was only nine, uh, not only, but she was, she was 93 years old. She hey, she lived cre- a long time. Yes, she was the creator of the Ebony Fashion Fair, mm-hmm. a celebrated annual tour of nearly 200 cities, including this city, Columbus, Ohio. Right. I've been to her fashion fair a few times when I used to work at Iron on Capitol Square and I'd sneak uh, on the jobs looking at the girls and whatnot. She uh, has showcased a halte culture and ready-to-wear fashion for mostly African-American audience for more than 50 years, who is also one of the first entrepreneurs to market cosmetics made particularly for black women. And the cause was rental failure, says Wendy Parks, a spokeswoman for the Johnson Publishing Company, which publishes Ebony and Jet magazines and sponsored the uh, fashion fair. Miss Johnson and her uh, husband, and he passed away in, ni- in 2005, founded Ebony in 1945, and it was Eunice Johnson who gave the name Ebony to be named for the fine-grained dark wood. Mm-hmm. What started as a favor to a friend, mm-hmm. a production of a fashion show to raise money for a hospital in New Orleans in 1958, evolved into a grand traveling tour that has brought the latest creations from designers like Christian Dior, Yves St. Lawrence, Oscar de la Renta, and Balatino to runaways throughout the United States, Canada, and the Caribbean. Notable African-American models like Pat Cleveland, Judy Pace, and Terry Springer have graced the runaways and in the career of black designers, including Lenore LeVon, Quentin de Alexandra, and Ella Moore have been nurtured by the Ebony Fashion Fair. Mm-hmm. What most people didn't know, Lordy Miss Cardi, she also opened the door for one of your favorite actors before Richard Roundtree was even doing Shaft. Mm-hmm. He started his career off as an Ebony Fashion Fair model. And one more quick uh a uh, story uh, to uh, uh, finish off. Often, this involves a Maury's Who's Your Daddy uh, type story, Lardy Miss Clardy. This past week, former Democratic presidential candidate John Edwards, remember he had he had an affair, affair with uh, uh, Riel Hunter, a videographer, you know, why he's why you you know his wife you know uh, you know she's going through cancer mm-hmm. uh, you know she she had a baby mm-hmm. and for two years he was denying the fact that he's the father mm-hmm. well this past week John Edwards admitted that he is the father 
of their now two-year-old daughter. <laughs> Sounds like the Mari Povich show. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> I mean, but 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 the thing is, is the love of this party is you and I and I really have to say this before you go on with your free uh, credit report story, but but we we talk about Tiger Woods and his indiscretions and infidelity. The last time is I checked. None of his so-called 14 girlfriends ended up with a baby, and nor his wife is sick. Whatever happened to in sickness and in health? I, you, you hold, you, uh, I, I mean, he's supposed to be by our side in sickness and in health. And, and, and guess what John Edwards is doing? And he thought that he could keep me from mentioning his cheating because of what he's doing this week. Hey, John Edwards, you don't hide in behind Hades not going to prevent Brother Blondie from saying that you cheated and you admitted that you're the father, okay? <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, anybody that's out there uh, coming around and carrying on, watch out for Brother Blondie because he will let you have it. So thank you, Brother Blondie, for that news. That definitely is something to think about, you know, and how we, uh, how, we, how we do things and how we act in life. So, you know, pretty much, you know, that's really, uh, it's really a bad thing, you know, but, hey, ain't that some of the stuff that makes the world go around God? You know, I hate to say those things, but, you know, it's just the way it is. But I also have, you know, over here in criminal justice, Todd Stapleton, uh, which is coming at us with a little bit of news from, you know, his end. He's actually the co-chair of the NAACP, and also he is a member of Families and Victims of Fraud. And he is here this evening to touch a little bit on the updates of what's going on in our jail cells with our brothers. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, Brother, Brother Stapleton, are you there? You need to let us know what's going on on the other side of the street called criminal justice. Yes, Sister Wendt. Yes, Sister Claudia. I'm here. How are you doing this evening? You and Brother Blondie over there. I, I hear him I hear him jugging and uh, doing his thing out there. That's Blondie for you, though. Keep doing what you're doing, brother. <laughs> hey, Thank what's you. going on, Don? You know, uh, but, you know, from, from, from this side of the jail cells, you know, uh, the brothers on the other side of the jail cells, as of the day, uh, today's Columbus Dispatch um, had, a, had an article in there. Inmates are now allowed to get emails, but they're not allowed to use web access. Beginning February 23rd, the family and friends of inmates at Madison Correctional Institution in London will be able to buy an online package that will allow them to send from three to 60 email messages a month. They'll be able to send the same amount of responses. And for for three for three emails, they'll be, they have to spend. The family will spend a dollar, and for sixty emails, their family will spend twelve dollars a month. Wow. Okay. Now go back over that again, and and go slowly about how much it pay. So it, they have to pay for their email they, service. They, their family has to go through www.jpay.com. And they'll be, they'll be required to register and sign up for a monthly package, and it ranges from a dollar for three messages, three incoming emails, and three outgoing emails, to twelve dollars a month for sixty emails. 
It's so where are they going to be doing the emails at? Where does the inmates do the emails at? They got a little uh, uh, computer room or something they get right set up in the jail cell? I'm not sure how that's going to work. Um, Monday morning I'm supposed to call direct, the director at the Ohio Department of Rehabilitation and Corrections and ask him that question personally, ma'am. Hmm. Hmm. Now, my, my question of, of, of that is, uh, Todd, uh, now, we all know if if that's going to play a role, you know mostly those 60 emails is going to be back and forth uh, to uh, uh, lawyers. So how uh, do you have any idea what are the lawyers and what are the par- paralegals' uh, per- perspective of this new email deal? Well, from from my perspective of what this e- of the email thing is, you know, it's my understanding that they can only email family members or friends that are on a particular list. Now, like mm-hmm. I said, come come Monday, I'll have more details of exactly how they can do how how all this is going to fall in into place. Well, 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 well Todd, wait, I understand families and. All, all that stuff, but if you can't email your own attorney, what what good is is the email program then? Well, I have, I mean, it's my understanding they can email probably anybody that that they that they want to, you know. So, you know, I mean, but but I, I do know I do know that it will probably be closely monitored regardless. And so, so they still don't have no access to websites or uh, to the website. There's no website that's up yet. But it seems like to me, seems like to me another easy way to, you know, to build the families, you know, to give the inmates more freedom to feel like that they are more part of a uh, civilian life, you know, away in 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 the in the jail cells here. What do you think? Um, that that. That is one aspect of it. Um, I know the federal system has been doing this for years. Um, I know that they've been doing it in Michigan. I know that they've also been doing it um, in Pennsylvania for for a while now. Um, I know Indiana has been doing it for a while. Um, I know Ohio will be the 13th state that will um, be doing this for inmates as far as our hey. state. Well, well uh, uh, yes, I do agree with that because, uh, I, I do want to point this out, uh, Todd. Uh, your boy does have a website. Yes, people, Charles Manson does have his own website. I've seen it. You know, he still has followers and all, uh, uh, all that stuff. So, so yes, it, it is possible for uh, web a- access in the uh, uh, prison cell. Well, and also I want to say... And I I understand that. Yeah, I mean, and and believe me, you know, in in whatever way it's being done, believe me that he's getting paid somehow in order to pay the judicial system or whoever's setting it up for him to have that website too. What I'm looking at is that, you know, uh, the judicial system, how they are finding any way that they can to make money. And I can't figure out what is our problem, the reason why we can't come up with solutions to make money, too, off of the system. There's got to be a way to do something to, to get back what they're taking from you. 
And, I, and, and, and that is understandable, you know. And, and the other issue that I would like to bring up tonight, you know, Ms. Clardy, is, you know, you know, come Monday morning at 9 a.m. in front of Judge Lynch, you know, Officer Vernon Walford of the Obes Police Department, who, who is currently on paid leave, administrative leave from the Obes Police Department, he gets sentenced for sexually assaulting a woman while she is in handcuffs. Wow. And uh, let me also remind you on that, uh, uh, Todd, uh, we talking about Julie Lynch. In case you, uh, uh, a little reminder, Lardy, Miss Clardy. I have sat in her room. I have sat in there. That's the exact thing. watch. Not only is that the exact same Julie Lynch that gave Marquise Harrison 134 years in prison for the nonviolent crime he committed on the home invasion of them folks' homes and church. But she also gave Charles uh, McCoy, the highway sniper, mm-hmm. 34 years in prison, just 34 years compared to 134 mm-hmm. for killing Gail Nizer. I just want to mention that Julie Lynch. Well, that's the Julie well, Lynch. That that's, the Julie, that's the Julie Lynch that we, that we as a community pray that we see come January 25th at 9 a.m. when an Obed police officer gets sentenced. Because just because he's wearing a badge, he's no different than you, me, or anybody else in this community, regardless of who he is. That's right. Well, Todd, you and I both know that he's going to get a slap on on the wrist just like any other uh, officer who, who who commits a crime. That's how the judicial system uh, uh, operates. That's, that's why people like me and Lardy Miss Party exposes uh instances like that. And I understand that as well, brother. Well, definitely, I, I think that I am going to come in and join in on the court on the court watch. Of course, you know, I am a member of the NAACP, you know what I'm saying? And um, this is, this, I, want, I would like to see, you know, exactly how does Judge Judy Lynch uh, actually deals with this particular situation where there is a... Uh, a, a, a police that is involved on in misconduct, even though they say that you know he's uh, in his in, in his parameters to do what he has done, and we'll have more on that uh, in uh, I suppose by when by Monday is it Monday? He gets sentenced on Monday. Yeah, so we'll have more on that for next Saturday uh, as to pick up an update at that point. And uh, brother, brother Stapleton, I thank you very much for bringing, you know, the other side of the of, of the of the of, of, of criminal justice, you know, on, on the radio tonight because we need to hear what's going on, you know, in the criminal justice area, and uh, and let everybody know, you know, what is the um, what's the issues going on in that direction as well. You know, since we are in, are looking at how important judicial misconduct is to us. Thank you, Ms. Clardy. I have one more issue before, uh, uh, real quick. You know, I received. Oh, uh, I, you know, you know, we you know we received a letter, an email from Cure Ohio, and what they do, like I explained in last week's show, was, you know, they reach out and they help the inmates who are currently incarcerated. We have a young lady. Mm-hmm. She's at she's the Northeast Pre-Release Center in Cleveland. And, you know, and this story mm-hmm. is appalling. She got a, a commutation from, from Government Strickland on November 23rd of last year. 
and after careful and diligent examination of the totality of materials available to me, I believe that the sins imposed upon her is excessive and highly disproportionate when compared to other similarly situated offenders. She should be eligible for release by the parole board with post-release, situ- uh, post-release supervision when the board determines that she's prepared to integrate successfully into society. A commutation to immediately parole eligibility is warranted. Her sentence was thus commuted from 20 to life to 12 to life with the parole eligibility. But on January 6, 2010, the day before her actual parole board date, she received a letter from Mr. Wilson, the APA officer, mm-hmm. which is the adult parole authority, mm-hmm. giving a tentative outdate of March 1st of this year with five okay. years PRC. But when she saw the parole board on January 7th, she was told they were recommending a continuance until April 2018, which was her actual parole board date. Prior to receiving the Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. I, know. Oh, I, I understand totally. It's, it, it, it's ironic. Wow. You know. Yeah, I mean. April, April, day, April 2018, that was her actual parole date. You know. They, so they, they will make her wait until actually that date to even get heard so that they can release her at that time. Is yes, that what ma'am. they're trying to do? Yes, ma'am. That's it, what they're trying to do. But their reason was for the seriousness of the crime. Well, my mm-hmm. question is. How can the parole board override the governor? They can't, you know. And and, and, and you know, and this this young lady, she's she 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 signed authorizations so so that we can utilize her and publicize things as we need to. You know, she's she's also um, her file was currently public record at the governor's office. So um, you know. Um, this is something that, that that I'm gonna dig into a lot deeper, and I and and uh, I sent her a, a few letters, and we've we've been in contact, and um, I have a meeting Tuesday at the Adult Parole Authority um, on Broad Street, and um, me and Mr. Wilson's gonna have a real nice talk. Okay, that sounds like a winner, and you know what? Uh, um, I guess we could keep a close eye on that too, and you know, and report that as well that's part of, you know, criminal justice issues dealing with the judicial misconduct and, and different things that's going on in that area. That's why I call it the other side of the street of criminal justice. Oh, yeah, and one more quick thing, Todd. Make sure Byron Potts gets that story. That's already um, been, it's, already been, it's already been emailed to Mr. Potts. All right. Okay. Yeah, he is. Yeah, um, I will say that Mr. Todd Stapleton, he is truly on and about his business, getting things where they need to be. Well, I guess we'll follow up next week on Saturday about it all. So you know that is that is to everybody that's listening out there. Uh, we got some more updates dealing with the other side of criminal justice. Okay. And Todd, is there anything else that you want to report while we here on the on, online? No, ma'am. All right. You know, well, I thank you very much for the report, you know, because that's very important, you know, as a part of, you know, um, what's going on right here in Columbus, Ohio. And, uh, again, I thank you very much, and I'll see you next Saturday. Yes, ma'am. Have a good night. Thank you. Have a good night. Yes, ma'am. Bye-bye. All right. Well, you heard it from yourself from Brother Blondie, and you heard it from my brother, Todd Stapleton, okay? 
of what's going on around here in Columbus, Ohio, and also understanding that uh, we face a lot of things that uh, in this uh, here in Columbus, Ohio, you know, that have not been resolved yet, but it's on its way. We're 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 dealing with it bit at a time, you know. Even we're dealing with, you know, the gun violence here in Columbus, Ohio, you know, which is another big issue. There's a there's a uh, a gun store that's trying to make its way into the uh, into the um, into the black communities, uh, you know, in their in their in their perspective areas where you know you have drugs and alcohol and different things going on. And this here is going there's going to be one they're trying to settle a uh, a uh, a gun store right over here off of Livingston and Allen Creek. And over there, there they have already a Lions Den bookstore. You know what that is? That's sex already being sold. And then it has the nerve to be sitting right next door to the Youth Detention Center, Franklin County Youth Detention Center, right there on Allen Creek. And this is also where the gun store is going to be. Right about this. And now you can understand why last week when I did that flipola type conversation I had with you all, you know, because I'm upset because situations like this that's going down, there is no community involvement. And it's upsetting me because although that we have elected officials that we have elected in the office and they have gotten to the point where, you know, they have disappointed us as, as, as the people, you know, but there are fresh uprising leaders that's coming from the grassroots that is serious about making the change. And when we are out there trying to uh, bring about the change and bring the issue to the floor where we're able to get the people to come and be involved, nobody wants to be involved. And that's what I was hollering about and screaming about last week because I was just, you know, fed up with, as you know, you hear the, the communities, you know, scream and holler because they are upset you know, at the fact that, you know, this wrongdoing is going on and people infringing in their communities with stuff that could cause more violence, death, teen pregnancy, the whole bit. But when we come to talk about this and we bring forth some kind of uh, uh, remedy or to come together to get the views of this community, nobody want to step up, stand up, and speak out. And we can't do this by ourselves. We're only but a few of us, you know, um, tall and proud. Uh, you know, people is in the arm and afraid to bring the situation to life. But at the same time, we need community involvement. And, you know, after I get finished, you know, seeing what Blondie might have to say about this, then we're going to go to a break, and then we're going to come back with, you know, about errors on credit reports after Chapter 7 discharge or any discharge and, or bankruptcy, uh, and that, you know, that your bills are still due and owing even after you have done a bankruptcy. The, the, the real problem, though, Lardy, Ms. Cardi, about setting up a gun store on Allen Creek, and as you pointed out, next to youth facilities mm -hmm. and all of that, the bottom line is, that gun store will, will not make it. It won't last. People will try their damnness to break in and steal as many guns, guns as possible 
and and and, and want to sell it, and they'll they'll take them guns out of that store and and sell it out on the street where where you know as well as I, if you sell it out on the street, you they they're not going to ask the person for a a permit and mm-hmm. and go through all these type of background checks mm-hmm. like you do when you go to 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 an actual uh, gun store, mm-hmm. and instead. Instead, they're going to be Cuba Gooding Jr. and just ask the question, show me the money. Okay, and as you, and even though you're saying that, the whole idea is that it's not so much that they're going to go and break in, and you got a valid point there as well, but the other half of this is what it's going to do in the black communities, the minority communities, where there's going to be not only is it promoting having all of this in the community around the minorities, you know, that don't have money and, you know, and keeping them oppressed any daggone way through these particular entries that they have, but being that there's a bookstore which is selling sex and you have also you know, a gun store which is selling firearms, and then you, you, you already got drugs and alcohol and, uh, running rampantly through the neighborhood and tore down and dilapidated housing. You put all of that together, all it's going to do is make a whole soup bowl of mess, okay? A bowl of soup, which is a mess. It ain't even going to be a vegetable, chicken, vegetable soup that tastes good. It's going to be something like more crime, more illegal sex, more, you know, more uh, uh, drugs and alcohol. And, you know, my fear is is that that's like a whole genocide that's going to happen in the neighborhood. And so there is uh, leaders like myself and Gina Hawthorne Hill and, few others that are out there wanting to get the people to come together to do what they need to do to to get people to come out and get involved. We cannot do it without community involvement. And that's been my whole fight and argument. When I sit up and I talk about victimization and fraud, to me, have putting this in the neighborhood is victimization, and it's also a fraud being that, you know, okay, on one hand it looks like y'all can protect yourself, but on the other hand that's giving big room for drug dealers and all the rest to kill each other and kill other people that are innocent just as well, and innocent people killing people too, you know what I mean, because they got to protect themselves. You know, we're, we're wanting to make a balance here. So the issue is, is that, you know, more involvement from the community is important. Well, I'm going to go on ahead and take a break for right now, and we'll be right back, and, and we'll go into uh, dealing with uh, credit reports and uh, bankruptcies and discharges and bills doing owing after the fact. We'll be right back.
We are back right here on the Lardy McCarty Blog Talk Radio Show. Boy, that must hit a chord with Brother Blondie. Woo, you know, boy, the screaming enough right there will get to you, you know. But we are back. And, you know, and we want to at least find out again who was that playing, talking, and screaming at us. All right, who was that? Brother Blondie. No other. Then Prince and the Revolution with the Beautiful One. Gotta have some fun, y'all. I, 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 I mean, you you know, when I first heard that, as I was watching the movie Purple Rain as a as, as a teenager, I, I mean, that's it's it's a beautiful uh, uh, classic to this day. I. Day, I, I I I just love it. I'm just just like you 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 know a lot of people are fans of Michael Jackson. There are a lot of Prince fans as well. Well, thank you, Brother Blondie, for that music. Boy, you can always find something interesting when Brother Blondie is coming with the music, because you always want to know what he gonna bring next. 
you know, which that's a good thing, you know, you keep you keep you coming, keep you intrigued. And now that we are back, I do want to uh, start on, you know, a short a short talk about errors on credit reports after Chapter Seven discharge with bills still doing owing. Now, if you are listening to this radio station or this radio online uh, service that we are on, you can call in at the number of 347-884-8684. The number again is 884, I mean 347-884-8684. And that's how you will be able to call in and to give your opinions or your comments uh, to what's being said at any time that we are on uh, every Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern time. And so we're going to go back over with, you, uh, you know, have you ever had happened to you uh, where you have done a bankruptcy and, and, and got a discharge and you thought that everything was fine, you get ready to have a new start, a brand new start, and you find out that you can't get some kind of credit you look for uh, or what that you were hoping for. Uh, say, like, for instance, you wanted to try to get some insurance, you know, and somehow you weren't able to get it. Uh, you might have been wanting to go get a home after you have uh, done this discharge and found that you can't do it because your credit got something on there as showing as doing owing. Um, have that ever happened to you? What kind of hardships or injuries did it cost you? You know, like for example, mental anguish, stress, what was it that caused it? Did it put you on disability? Because some of these particular types of still doing owing bills have caused the injury in the first place, you know, and what I mean by that, that if you have bought a home and you find yourself in foreclosure or on a foreclosure fraud and you ain't got no attorney and your your high blood pressure shoot up and you end up in the hospital with, you know, anxiety attack or uh, you done lost some of your mind or you done had a heart attack and it done caused you to have to get on disability or something and there is no other way to fight the case and now you're just sitting on disability. That's, that, that's something to look at. Uh, but there have been some some reports that have uh, have come out that have shown where when doing credit reports uh, and where there were discharges, creditors that you had put into that discharge that was discharged got up out of the discharge maybe in the first year or the second year and decided to go and sneak and get some liens or or whatever they were doing, or to sell off, you know, the packet of what was due and owing before it went to the discharge and had somebody to buy it so that it can pop back up on your credit report. All kinds of crazy stuff happened. But in asking this, do you feel like you've been victimized from it? Were you defrauded in believing that when you got a bankruptcy and a discharge, that those things, those items that you have put into your bankruptcy and discharge to be discharged, it was in your thoughts that they were flushed down the toilet and you would never hear about these things again and that you could get a fresh start. So 
as we as I as I went to go do some research, you know, I, I, I came up on this this website called bankruptcylawnetwork.com, and they had for the week the word of the week called discharge, and uh, the person that that wrote this article, his name is Eugene. I don't know how to spell his. Uh, or how to pronounce his last name, but he's a Connecticut bankruptcy lawyer, okay? And he wrote this article, and I just want to read some things to you um, as I go forward to uh, make a close in this area of, of concern until the next time. He says here, everyone knows that you filed bankruptcy to get a discharge of your debt. But what is it? A bankruptcy discharge is a permanent court order pursuant to statute stopping creditors from collecting or attempting to collect a debt as a personal liability from a debtor. Not every debt is discharged, nor does every debtor receive an order of discharge. But if you file for bankruptcy, discharge is what you want. A debtor can be denied a discharge for fraud on creditors, okay? Now, let me repeat that again. A debtor can be denied a discharge for fraud on creditors, fraud on the court, or simply not completing all the requirements. Let's go back over that again. A debtor can be denied a discharge for fraud on creditors. That means for lying on creditors uh, that, that you know you got something that ain't supposed to be in a discharge, but it's going anyway. You have lied on a creditor that you know that perhaps that, uh, that don't even belong in the equation. You're just adding something in there that don't belong there. Or you can be denied a discharge if fraud is found on the court. Okay, uh, with that, you know, with that ain't going to, I don't think that's going to uh, actually happen, you know, because nobody wants to be looked at with fraud on the court, okay? No judge want to deal with that, so they're going to they gonna have their eyes turned anyway. Uh, so, but also they say, or, as they say, fraud on the court or simply not completing all the requirements for filing bankruptcy such as taking the debtor education class. Now, back in 2002, when I did my bankruptcy and discharge, there was no such thing as an education class because you already knew what kind of debts you had and they needed to be discharged. It didn't take a, a, a rocket scientist to know this, and your attorney is supposed to educate you along the way as you are approaching your bankruptcy scheduled time, you know? So where, why would this so all of a sudden be so important now, it, uh, it, uh, you know, uh, when it wasn't happening then, but we'll talk about that another time. He said certain debts, may be required to be paid after a bankruptcy, such as a student loan or mortgages or car loans, where you, where you intend to keep those items of property or damages caused while drunk driving. Now, well, let me read this again because that caught my eye. 
It says certain debts may be required to be paid after a bankruptcy, such as a student loan or mortgages and car loans, where you intend to keep those items of property or damages caused while drunk driving. Did you hear that? Okay, now I don't know if loans is caused while drunk driving, but I do know if you have a certain type of disability and you're having a hardship and you're on disability and you cannot pay those loans, there is a way to discharge them because you have something to show that you are totally disabled and not going to never be able to pay those off in the job setting anyway. So, you know, surely that will be one way that is stipulated in your education, uh, 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 what they call a promissory note, you know, where they have it stuck in there, where there is a way to have that uh, uh, discharged based off of disability and or hardship. Um, now, mortgages, it just depends, you know, I don't know. What that I don't know everything about it, but I do know that there are some cases where uh, if you did not uh, put this particular house in into the bankruptcy, um, I guess it wouldn't be liquidated. Well, not only that, uh, Martin is Clarkie, but why we talking about, uh, you, you know, this type of uh, uh, topic here, I wanted to add something very important to it. For those who is hearing this show right now and is skeptical about what Wendy Clardy is uh, uh, talking about, guess what? We're not the only ones that exposing this type of problem. You can also log on to CNN.com slash Clark Howard. Clark Howard is, is the money expert. Mm -hmm. he, he, he exposes this, this type of stuff that we're, we're uh, 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 talking about right here, uh, uh, Lord and Ms. Clark. And uh, if, if, if you watch the TV, you can catch him weekends at 12 noon on uh, uh, CNN. And I've, I've been listening to him quite a lot lately since, since we've been uh, – uh, doing this uh, show, and basically he's he's been talking uh, this, this this type uh, type of stuff. And as you pointed out, Lardy Miss Clardy, you don't have all all of the answers. But guess what? That's okay. This man Clark Howard does have all all of the answers. So so you know if if, if anybody you you know throughout the week, you you don't have to wait to listen to right. to to us. You can also uh, log, uh, log on to Clark Howard. Howard, just log on to cnn.com slash Clark Howard. Any questions you, you, you have, have in, in involving uh, uh, free credit re reports and bankruptcy and, and all, all that type of stuff, but, but believe me, this man's the real deal. He definitely has all, uh, all of the answers to what we are uh, talking about right here. Right. And so the in here, of uh, thank you, Brother Blondie, for that information. Um, as I was stating is that, okay, 
Now, other times he is saying you might want to continue to pay a debt by way of reaffirmation. Um, then he says that the U.S. court system maintains a web page to explain the technicalities surrounding discharge, but a better, less technical description can be found on Attorney Kathy Morin website that is that that is spelled C A T H Y M O R A N apostrophe S website. Okay, and the reason why I'm bringing up about this is because uh, as I was ranting on last week about uh, about some some individuals that we were able to find out about how these people's credit reports ended up with errors on them and it was based up off of discharges and and these creditors somehow still have it look looking on the credit reports as though it's still doing owing although a discharge have been done. Now it's one thing to have the bankruptcy uh, on the credit report because it was for seven years. Now they done prolonged it for 10 years. I don't understand that either. But, you know, I understand that uh, if you got credit, if you got errors on your credit report that don't belong there and it's still looking doing on, they got 10 years to make you look bad so that you won't be able to get employment. They won't be able to get you any insurance on you, you know, that you're trying to get or a car or a mortgage or whatever it may be that you need to use your credit to be able to get. And this is normally really targeted for the minority race that do not have any education in this, in this area and that uh, don't, don't have lawyers that are willing to take on something like this. And not saying there's not lawyers that's out there. They're all out there, but they're all about money too. You know, and they'll say, for instance, you know, you just did a fresh start. You ain't got no money or you because of the recession and, and, and the economic issues that's going on, you ain't got no lawyer that will actually, you know, uh, uh, pay for uh, or that you can pay to help clean your credit report um, or, or even those that you set out that say that they can repair your credit report. You ain't got no money you know, uh, what they ask for to get your report clean um, and, and, and so that these errors can come off of your report. And my concern is, is that when got more information dealing with the, the baby in terms of who is over, who is the oversight over this stuff, you know, and how is it possible that, Errors can get into a person's credit report after bankruptcy. After bankruptcy, who is doing the oversight over this? And as I learned about what the panel trustees are about, these panel trustees are the ones that oversee and overlook and over, you know, uh, overlook and overshadow what's going on with the bankruptcies and how the bankruptcies end and different things. And they are responsible for making sure that correct information go into your credit reports, okay? Now, in the case, somebody went to sleep. 
this is the way I would have to say it because there were people here in Columbus, Ohio, even though there was, you know, 150 that came out to, to, to an event that we had, and then 26 or 27 signed up, you know, to opt out of a program so that they can opt into another way to get their injuries uh, 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 with resolution. And then on the other hand, you know, 17 came out for an update later, but the question in my mind is this, is that how is it that the panel trustees are making these kinds of mistakes, uh, allowing incorrect information to go into the three major credit reports, credit bureaus, you understand, so it could be laid up on uh, the people's credit, and it's not something that's due and owing because it's been a part of a bankruptcy discharge. And I'm using that quote-unquote discharge, okay? Now, we know that there is a Chapter 13 where you have to pay some of the things back. You know, there might be some things that you can't put into a discharge if you are not a person that have hardship and so forth, you know, like educational loans and different things of that sort that require, you know, other stipulations in order to get these things discharged. But how is it that the panel, the trustees, are not paying attention to what they have responsibility over to making sure that after bankruptcies and discharges is to make sure information going into the three credit major credit bureaus are correct. Well, not only that, Marty, Ms. Quarty, as far as you, you know, uh, a lot of people not being, being educated, another thing that uh, a lot of these reports are doing when they face someone in the uh, situation, a lot of times, they will give you the, the, the information, and they make it so complicated, they're hoping well. well we're sorry for that for that for that for what just have happened, um, being that. Uh, there was a small uh, a technical issue uh, that caused us to be disconnected. But as it looked, it looked as though that the show was on, but it's saying that it's not streaming. So I don't know why that is, okay? But uh, as we have uh, uh, more to say on this, we'll, we'll just pick it back up. And I don't know why it is saying show is on but not streaming. Okay, so that means that we are still on, but it's not live anymore, and I don't understand why, okay? But nevertheless, we are going to, um, we are going to continue what it is that we were saying, and we're sorry for that little uh, pause there. But um, as I was saying, it's important, okay, for people to understand that you have a right. And as I am a member of the NAACP and do, do, do legal redress to help people 
I have found out that there's hardly any lawyers. There's hardly any. Um, there's hardly any 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 anything any any information or money that can be saved in order to help people to get uh, their uh, to get to get their problems resolved. So what I had come up with as to find a way to deal with this issue, uh, whether it be credit reports or uh, can't get a loan or whatever the case may be, but that, you know, we have a way to make sure that, you know, you have a lawyer for this, okay? Now, it's to your benefit, okay, that if you've ever thought about writing or doing a will or purchasing a home or uh, lost a rental deposit or been refused for a refund on defective and damaged products or uh, or a paid bill that you had paid is, was, was, was paid but it was unfair that you did it, uh, then uh, defended in a, a civil lawsuit, that could be for a home too. Um, or that you know you have a problem with child support or uh, other things like, you know, have questions about your civil rights. Anything that has to do with victimization or fraud in the legal area, um, I had set off to go try to find the information that is needed that will deal with, uh, with the issues at hand. And now that I became a member because, you know, now I'm seeing how important it is to have a lawyer and that I can have a lawyer for as little as $26 a month. And that's less than car insurance on your car. Wow. And, 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 and that it's not hard on your pocket and they with you 24 hours a day. No matter where you is, what happened to you, whether it's the police that stopped you, whether, you know, you're going through issues like the things that we are talking about right now, I have a solution to it. It worked for me. And before I tell you guys anything, being that I'm dealing with victimization and fraud, you know, I thought to bring this to you. And it's called Ohio Access to Justice. And it's prepaid legal services. And they deal with all kinds of information uh, that you have questions about. You know, they got identity theft insurance for you. Uh, they, deal with your, they deal with your credit report. They do identity restoration. They continue the monitoring on your credit report for stuff that may be in your credit report that ain't supposed to be in there. You know, you know, we all know that identity theft is an area that 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 all of us at some point or another will deal with. Whether it is somebody going to jail in your name, and when you finally do look at your background, uh, when they ask for one of your background check on you, and you sitting up there with a felony, and it wasn't you because you wasn't in the courtroom, but somebody found your information and used oh. it, you know? Boy, had, had I been a victim uh, of, of that, uh, 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 Lordy, because 
You know, what I am saying, even though that uh, we're dealing with issues uh, concerning mortgage fraud, anything that's dealing with fraud, anything that's dealing with uh, victimization, anything dealing with those things, truly, I got something that will be able to help you, okay? And that is we got to learn how to be proactive in our life, okay? If I can't get you out to 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 stand up, speak up, and speak out, do something like I did for myself. Become proactive in your life, knowing that you need some kind of legal representation. You know, uh, there is this, as I said before, the prepaid legal. They deal with all type of preventive legal services, you know, that will be able to help you. Uh, with um, with any problem that you got, and that as I said before, 24 hours a day, and they deal with uh, preventive legal services like legal consultation and advice, letters and phone calls to you know to to uh, to uh, people that you may need to do legal issues with and have it resolved. Uh, they do contract and document review. They do will preparation, and it's only for twenty dollars. And, you know, uh, as, as if, you, if you get the services for yourself, uh, which uh, that will run you um, for the first-time fee of $36, but after then it's $26 a month, you know, they'll do the first 60 days uh, to, to prepare your will for free. Then they deal with motor vehicle legal services. We would say, like, for instance, people that then, from the BMV that then got their license taken away from them for no reason, and you got, you got an uphill battle trying to get your license back and stuff like that, or you have been in an accident, they do minor legal expenses for that, major legal expenses. They also uh, do up to uh, damage recovery service and driver's license assistance, personal injury legal expenses, you know, and, and, and on your membership as being a member of this, you've got up to two plus up to 2.5 hours for help with this, okay? They deal with trial defense services, okay, up to 60 hours of attorney time, okay? And then what they're saying that as being a member, uh, you, can, you, can, you can increase those hours, uh, you know, the second year of renewal, um, and the third or fourth or fifth year, okay, they have time frames for you where they can do a lot of stuff for you within a certain amount of time frame. Also, they do uh, IRS audit legal services, okay? You know, for those that are out there that need help with, um, you know, IRS auditing, something that happened where uh, you're being being charged, you know, from not, taking care of your books right or whatever, but they're there to help you, okay? Now, I wouldn't be telling you about this if I did not see it for myself. And all I'm going to say is that me being a member and knowing that I am being proactive in my life, I know 20 years ago that if I would have went on ahead with the person that introduced me to this service 20 years ago, I wouldn't have lost my house. I wouldn't have been going through 23 years worth of children's services being in my life and paying lawyers to do work for me that wouldn't do the work, okay? You know, it's really interesting that 
this particular uh, program or services that I'm talking about here, that they are so darn good at what they do, even their name is powerful. What I mean by that, I, I, I was um, uh, at a meeting and heard a gentleman talk about where he had went to, uh, I think it was to Cleveland, and, uh, and he was going to a, another meeting and that he had been stopped by the police four times, three times the police had let him go. But the fourth police, what they did was stopped him and went on ahead and gave him a ticket anyway, and that he pulled out his membership card, and the police must have recognized the logo emblem or whatever was on it, and the boy didn't even know that, you know, that it was that powerful, you know, in, in, in status or a statement, as to say. The man, the, the, the cop went to the car, told him to hold on, and came back and released the man, released the young man and let him go on, you know, re- recognizing that even the name of his own got clout because rec- the police recognized the emblem, you know, which that means that that's got a lot to say on that situation, which also made me feel even more secure. So, you know, for life events like, what you may be going through, court issues, any court issue. I am not here to say to you that uh, we are not going to be victimized and defrauded, you know, in in any of the uh, situations that we find ourselves. But if it's dealing with legal matters, it's so important for all of us to have some type of protection uh, representation. It's almost like you got to have it. It ain't no almost. you got to have it like insurance on your car. They tell you to buckle up and all kinds of stuff, and you got to have insurance. Well, you got to have insurance having an attorney, okay, because it's something you got to have. And I got it, and I'm asking you all to be proactive in your lives. If you got life events like you don't understand the difference between a trust and a will, or you need help with credit card liability resolution, you know you uh, need child support enforced, uh, you need a lease agreement reviewed, or you don't have a living will or medical power of attorney, uh, your landlord refuses to refund your cleaning deposit, uh, you have questions about escrow and a home purchase, a creditor tries illegally collection tactics, stuff that we're talking about tonight, you know, based up off of, uh, 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 bankruptcy uh, discharge and having errors on your credit report and creditors jumping out of the discharge and, and putting liens on your house, causing foreclosures and carrying on, whatever it may be, I'm trying to tell you that prepaid legal is, 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 is really needed. And I'm saying it works. And um, if you have any questions or you want to know more about this, you know, i got a website that's on it, okay? Um, let's even say that, you know, you're trying to, uh, that you have a liability question on launching a new business or you're wanting to buy or sell a car or your bank sends a foreclosure notice after one house payment is late. You know, I'm trying to tell you these people are powerful. You received a letter from a creditor, and it is not your debt, Okay. These things you need to be proactive in your life about, you know, whether you did a crime or you didn't. The point is you need legal services. And if you can't pay $26 a month rather than 
$500, which is way more than the insurance on your car a month, and $26 is less than three times less the insurance that you pay on your car, okay? You know, which is a bargain for services that do work. I'm telling you, it does work. And how you can find out more about this, you go to www.prepaylegal.com slash hub slash Wendy Clardy. That's spelled W-E-N-D-Y-C-L-A-R-D-Y. And go up there and, and listen to, you know, more of the information that's up there, but it is there for you. Um, I would not be giving this, getting this service for myself if I know it did not work. But since I'm out here doing legal redress and trying to help people with victimization and fraud issues, one thing for sure, we need attorneys. And we have an availability to an attorney without having to pay that price. The fee for having one of the prepaid legal attorneys is one-time fee of $36, and after that, then you have you an attorney for $26 a month. You cannot beat that, y'all. I'm coming to bring something to you that's affordable. There should be no reason why we are going through the things that we are going through, and especially when the community is hollering out about stuff happening to them and stuff. Brother Barney, you got something to say? I'm well, giving yeah, you over there. For, for you know, $26 a month, divorces? It handles divorces, too. Sure enough, do. For $26 a month. And I'm saying, look, I'm doing all that I can do to help you all out there that is listening. Again, if you want to know more about the information or even if you want to uh, uh, to to uh, to order some of this for yourself, go up onto the site. I've got a website, okay? That website is www.prepaidlegal.com slash, that's a forward slash, hub, H as in Harry, U, B as in baby, forward slash, Wendy Clardy, W-E-N-D-Y, C L as in Larry A R D Y. And this is my way of helping you all out there that may have trouble uh, not having money, enough money to be able to pay for an attorney to help you. It does everything. And the information is on the website. Go up there and look at it. And I will talk to you um, next week. Uh, on the same issues, but perhaps, you know, what a different twist because I need to get this out there to you. Prepaid legal is for real. It is a great service. Matter of fact, it is by uh, a law firm called, uh, let me see, a law firm called Snyder and McGuire, I believe that's their uh, that's the name of the, uh, of the, uh, um, uh, uh, the office of uh, attorneys that deal with the 
issues that's going on, you know, to just to be proactive in my life because there's some things that I will probably never, ever, ever be able to recover again, like my house, because I was stubborn. If I would have seen all of this before all of this happened to me 20 years later, 15 years later as what has happened, um, I would have been in a better place now. But that is a woulda, coulda, shoulda then. But it's what am I doing now? And if I can do this, you can do it too, again. Unfortunately, Lordy, Miss Party, we've all been in the situation mm-hmm. of if we've only knew then what we knew now. Right. Yeah, and as I said before, you know, it's now what can you do about it now? You can't prevent the things from happening to you now. So go to the website. The website is www.prepaidlegal.com forward slash hub forward slash Wendy Clardy and has information up there for you to to consider and to and to think about if it protects your family. And I also want to tell you that prepaid legal also uh, if you got kids that's going to school that's eighteen up to twenty three years old, as long as they're in school and up underneath your roof, they get that service for free through you. If you have children that are with disabilities they get it for life. So I'm telling you, this is a great service for $26 a month, less than insurance on your car. I don't see why it cannot be affordable, brought to you, okay, through uh, families and victims of fraud and also here on the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk radio show. And, you know, I, you know, I'm trying to show you from the heart that there is services that do work. Brother Blonde, do you have something else that you want to say? I, I, I mean, just that, uh, uh, you, 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 you know, Marty, this party, uh, uh, also keep, keep in mind, you, you know, as you pointed out 20 years ago, also 20 years ago there was no uh, information like this or a lot of organizations like this that, that that was available. There was no internet access and and, and that type of deal. And I guess the uh, point we just simply trying trying to make is when you get in these types of situations now, you do have options. Yeah, you got options now. You 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 do have the information and all all that stuff. But at the end of the day, it's still up to you to stand up, speak up, and uh. uh because again, Lardy uh, Miss Party, companies will give you that information and will still hope for you to sleep on it. Mm-hmm. On it, oh, she ain't gonna do, uh, do do nothing about it. So they just sit back, relax, and all, all, all those uh, type things. Not 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 thinking that that you're gonna have the strength, the mindset to to do the the, the necessary. Uh, pay, uh, pay, paperwork, like 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 Francis Lardy, Miss Cardi. When, whenever you in a troubled uh, mm-hmm. situation where it requires paperwork, mm-hmm. and when you actually do that paperwork, mm-hmm. people's jaws drop. Well, no, in this case, it's not about paperwork. Okay, it's very minimal paperwork. It's called enroll. 
okay? You're enrolling into a membership plan uh, that will that is easy to do, and all you got to do, and it's online. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Whatever they choose to do, it's online. As you said before, the information it, there was computers that was out 20 years ago. Cause I'm just I'm just 45. I ain't scared to tell how old I am. You know, when I was 23 and 22 and 21 years old, there was computers that were out, and there was internet too. It's just basically I was not looking at my future or what was ahead of me because I was thinking that nothing could happen to me. But after after going through some things some couple of years or so later and then realizing how important that I needed to prepare for my future, I needed to understand that, by, which happened to me by and by. So I'm telling you, you need a lawyer. There's a way to have one and you could do it for less than car insurance, okay? And you still be able to get all the benefits that you would get otherwise paying $500, $1,500 for, for, for uh, 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 legal services, and they might not even get finished. At least I know that this particular law firm will do, and they're creditable, okay? That's coming from Clarity you know, on victimization and fraud, consumer fraud, anything that's got to do with fraud. My issue is is to bring information that's going to be safe for you. So uh, now that I have gotten those things out, and, again, I apologize if I sounded like, you know, a person that lost their mind last week, but that's how much I love the community and the people that's in it and I'm willing to do whatever that it takes to keep you informed, bring good products to you, something that is going to, you know, protect you and your families and, you know, give education, read articles, whatever it takes. But my whole idea is my intentions are to, uh, to bring information that's going to be useful for you and your families. And um, I only have five minutes left, and... So I am going to say we thank you for listening to the Blog Talk Radio Show here on Lardy Miss Clardy. And as I said before, if you have, uh, you know, if you want to know more information about um, Ohio Access to Justice, which is prepaid legal, you can go to the website at www.prepaidlegal.com/hub/slash Wendy Clardy, okay, and all the information is up there. Read to your heart is content and make your decisions for yourself. After all, it's you that have to be proactive in your life. And I want to appreciate um, Brother Blondie, you coming on to the show and sharing the updates, kicking off. You know, it was nice, and as well as for Todd Stapleton as well from on the other side of criminal justice. We will be back next week uh, on the issues of discharge and bankruptcies and uh, with part two of that. And for our vamping out, we're going to be uh, playing for you from the purple frame uh, uh, CD, Dark, and y'all all have a good night. 
And um, I will see y'all next Saturday at the same time and at the same place. Good night. Love you. Good night. Good night.